This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. Well, earlier today, I had the chance to speak with Todd Simon, the CEO of Omaha Steaks, and Phil Rist to talk about the retail side, uh, retail sales side of Father's Day weekend. We had a chance to speak to them via Zoom, and here are those interviews. Well, what else do dads love about Father's Day? How about some great food? But not just any food. How about something tasty that they can grill outside? Pleasure to be joined by Todd Simon, who is CEO of Omaha Steaks, who we just learned happens to be a Wharton School graduate, undergrad class of 86. Todd, great to have you back in the Wharton cycle of things for a little while here. I'm excited to be here. This is like a trip down memory lane. Yeah, well, great to have you with us. All right, so Father's Day, what does it mean for Omaha Steaks in kind of the cycle of the entire year? Yeah, so um, Father's Day is kind of like the second holiday season for us. You know, our biggest uh, our biggest season, obviously, the winter holidays, Christmas and Hanukkah and New Year's, uh, and the other holidays happening around that time, Thanksgiving. Um, but, uh, you know, Father's Day has become a second Christmas for us, where we have a lot of people who are giving their dads uh, Omaha State gifts for Father's Day. And, in fact, we did a survey this year uh, in with Harris Poll and found out that 82% of dads want a steak or burger for Father's Day dinner. So we feel like we're right on trend there. And, um, you know, there's a traditional gift for Mother's Day or traditional gifts for Mother's Day, whether that's jewelry or flowers or chocolates. Um, but, uh, you know, there hasn't really been that traditional gift for Father's Day. So we feel like we've had an opportunity to kind of come in and position our business to be you know, that go-to gift for dad, for Father's Day. Well, and I would think that it, from a timing perspective for your company, it works out pretty well uh, to have this big week around Father's Day because you're also kind of leading into the summertime. And that's when people are out, and for the most part, are traditionally thinking about grilling and getting out and cooking chicken, cooking steaks, burgers, do- hot dogs, et cetera, on the grill in the backyard. Right. So outside of the Sun Belt, where, you know, most people grill all year round, um, you know, a big chunk of the country, including, you know, the Northeast where Penn is, um, you know, really starts the grilling season kind of, you know, mid-May going into Memorial Day. And then, you know, the next, you know, there's Mother's Day kind of starts that out and then it's Memorial Day. And um, and then, you know, the next big uh, holiday is Father's Day. And then we go into July 4th and then we sort of get into the end of summer and then into the fall tailgating season. So this is a really natural time for demand for steaks and grilling items. One of the unique things about Omaha Steaks are, are the different offers, the different packages that you guys put together. Uh, talk a little bit about the, the process of putting those together and how that comes about. So one of the things that's really set Omaha Steaks apart um, in the last few years, and really even before that, is that you know we have uh, an amazing merchandising team Uh, And we have a tremendous amount of data about our customers. So we know uh, what people like and what combinations people like together. So that gives our team the ability to curate uh, bundles. And those bundles typically will have a tremendous amount of variety, a tremendous amount of value in them. So they'll they'll generally be steaks, um, but they'll also be, you know, our new pure ground burgers. They'll be hot dogs, chicken breasts, maybe some seafood items like salmon. Uh, or tuna, and then, of course, uh, desserts, uh, seasonings, and maybe even side dishes. So there's lots of choices on the website. When you go to omahasteaks.com, you can see what we've 
already put together. And we also have a custom combo so people can pick seven or pick nine and they can actually choose and build their own curated package uh, yeah. with only the items that are their favorites. And well, you, can find those, you can find those at omahasteaks.com. Yeah, and a lot of that is done via online, uh, but you do have the component of retail locations that are kind of in the mix as well. Right, and uh, right, we have 49 uh, retail stores around the country. Again, at omahasteaks.com, you can go find a store locator to find the store uh, nearest to you. Um, we do have a number of stores in the Northeast, probably where a lot of your listeners are. And um, and we also, you know, are still taking orders by phone. If you call 800-228-9055, there will be an operator, a salesperson, a steak expert that will pick up the phone and help you choose the best thing. And we still get a lot of volume uh, coming over the phones. How have the last couple of years gone for your company, especially because of the impact of the pandemic? And now we're in a time where the economy is, is you know, tends to be a little shaky right now with all that's going on. What's the last couple of years been like? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, there was a lot of uncertainty around food uh, and food supply during the pandemic. We were um, proud to have been part of America's response to that, being able to deliver uh, food across the country directly to people's homes. And we saw a lot of people stocking up during the pandemic because of that uncertainty. Um, luckily, we started the year of 2020 with a fairly uh, hefty inventory. So that was um, that was just a fortuitous um, you know, uh, uh, accident of the cycles of the market that allowed us to fill up our freezers uh, right before the pandemic started. And that helped, allowed us to help uh, fill our customers and, and, and new customers uh, freezers during the pandemic. Um, as we came out of the pandemic, we, we saw demand remain strong and it, and it still is. Um, we've seen a nice um, leveling up of our business since then. And, um, you know, now with what's going on uh, in the economy, I think, you know, the biggest issue for us actually isn't demand. Uh, that still remains um, uh, relatively strong. Uh, for, for us, you know, we're, we, we do feel a number of effects from the uh, increase in costs. And when there's, in a business like ours that's commodity related, um, you know, we'll see, uh, you know, you know, at like energy costs, as an example, ripple through every part of our business from the from the, uh, you know, the great beef that we buy all the way through to, you know, shipping charges and and surcharges from our suppliers and um, charges for our coolers. And so so that's just one example of how, you know, one sector of the economy can can uh, affect our business. So we you know, we spent a lot of time uh, managing our costs, understanding how to deliver um, the best value for our customers in, in what can be a rising cost environment. And when you go to almostakes.com, I think what you'll see is that there's still a tremendous amount of value there, um, you know, even though you know, there's, there's been some uh, volatility in the market. In, in reading up a little bit more on, on Omaha Steaks, I understand that, that CSR, Corporate Social Responsibility, is a pretty big component, important thing for you as well. Take us through that. Yeah, see, so we started out, um, you know, uh, supporting our local community, um, particularly our local Jewish community, because we were founded by, you know, immigrants in the early 1900s. And, and um, so that's where it sort of started. And then since that time, you know, we've expanded. We still do a lot of support in Omaha, arts, culture, human services organizations. But on a national level, we've really taken on uh, the issue of hunger and food uh, insecurity. 
Um, we partnered with Feeding America. We partnered with food banks. We partnered with uh, organizations that provide uh, disaster relief um, uh, in the form of hot meals. Um, and there's been a number of those over, over the last several years. We just made a $400,000 contribution uh, through Feeding America to our local food bank and a regional uh, network of food banks. And one of the things that we've learned through our work with the um, food insecurity um, issue is that um, you know food banks obviously play an absolutely crucial role. And um, protein is one of the hardest things for food banks to get and for food banks to distribute. And there's a lot of reasons for that, um, but it's um, but um, being able to do that and be able to provide uh, portions of healthy protein uh, to the clients of the food bank has been uh, really gratifying and um, and kind of um, you know, a great learning experience for us as we've gone through our work here. So you talked a moment ago about the, the history of the company, and I also read that uh, you're part of that lineage uh, and it's what a fifth generation family business. That line has not been broken from from generation to generation. That's right. Omaha Steaks was founded by my great great grandfather in 1917. Um, my grandfather, um, you know, uh, took the business sort of to the next level uh, in the late 40s and 50s. Uh, my dad, uh, who's also a Penn graduate, um, graduated. Uh, I think he was class of 50. Oh, wow. I, maybe class of 59 <laughs> um, or 56. Uh, my dad um, uh, graduated from Penn with a degree in philosophy, making him uniquely suited to start a mail order steak business. And one, of the, and one of the things that um, uh, that was happening at the time was there was a lot of um, consolidation in the beef industry. And we sort of saw the writing on the wall that being a supplier to grocery stores and restaurants was not going to be the long-term future for the business. So figuring out how to go direct to consumer in the mid-50s and then expanding that um, throughout the 60s uh, allowed us to really pivot uh, our business. And, and we're really one of the original food delivery companies. And we started shipping packages to consumers in the mid-50s. Um, and then we uh, really pioneered uh, that direct-to-consumer food delivery business. What has it meant then the, the last handful of years, this conversation, uh, not only around food, but around beef and steak and, and where that is going to go uh, into the future? A lot of you know, conversation about uh, you know, what our supply is like. How much have you uh, discussed that uh, in recent years? Um, we've discussed it a lot. I mean, well, keep in mind that we're a kind of a niche player. So a lot of the conversations that happen around beef happen at a very, very macro level. We're talking here about a $30 billion industry um, that supplies everything from, you know, steaks and roasts on, on one end to, you know, hamburger toppings and burgers on the other end. Um, and so, you know, those macro uh, uh, issues are real. Um, I think in the case of a business like ours, um, we can continue to grow in our specialty niche, which is you know, sort of the high end, direct to consumer center of the plate. You know, we sell really the, the best cuts uh, for the most part and very unique combinations of things like burgers. So we feel confident that we can continue to grow, uh, even though there might be some overall macro uh, effects in the market, because we're extremely small as it relates to the total market and continuing yeah. to forge ahead uh, in our lane uh, will allow us growth opportunities. Uh, great to talk with you. Look forward to uh, chatting again down the road. Thank you, sir.
Thank you. You got it. Todd Simon, who is the CEO of Omaha Steaks. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.